Hello and welcome to today's episode of Let's Talk TDs. I'm AD. And I'm Jerry. Let's get right into it, Jerry. Thursday Night Football. Falcons at Panthers. Falcons won 25-17. Your team, bro, coming back in with some wins. How do you feel about that? I like it because, one, they're fun to watch. They put up a lot of points, and it's good to see them finally winning. And then also, that just means the Cowboys get a better draft spot. Yeah, your Cowboys aren't looking too hot right now. But, uh, yeah, the Falcons, you know, they're going to get some wins in finally. So you're, whatever you were hoping for is happening now. I mean, I wasn't saying I was hoping. I just, like, expected them to, like, I mean, I wouldn't expect them to go 0-16, you know. They're 2-6 and six now. Yeah. Looking hot. <laughs> Even though they lost last week. But we'll get to that. Teddy you, Bridgewater, what do you think about him and his performance? I don't think it was mostly him, his fault, that they lost this game. I think it was his offensive line. He was getting hit play after play. You know, it was just this Falcons... Defense out of nowhere it comes and just brutalizes Teddy Bridgewater somehow, and you saw what happened. You know he didn't have time to pass, and he had to run more often than not. You know just trying to survive. Yeah, I noticed that too. Like you said, I mean the Falcons, their defense is nothing special at all, and like all of a sudden they're just getting sacks and pressure out of nowhere. It's, it was yeah. it was kind of intense. It kind of puts the perspective of where maybe their uh, offensive line maybe is. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of last season. You know, they were doing really bad, and then the second half of the season, they started to pick it up on offense and defense. So that kind of what it reminds me of. But, you know, it was it was fun to watch, you know, watching the Falcons get a win. And Julio, win. you like Julio? He was balling out. Yeah, had that touchdown. Yeah, he was balling out. And, you know, it's Julio. He's getting up there in age, but it's still Julio. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But the the Panthers, you know, they couldn't get the run game going. The only Samuel was the only one that scored touchdowns. So, you know, they weren't looking so hot in that game. Yeah, I mean, but also at the same time, it's kind of expected. I mean, every division rival, you know, across the league, they always play tough with one another. So, I mean, I wasn't expecting a blowout, you know, here or there. Nah, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting a blowout either. But I thought it was going to be more of a competitive match for the Panthers. And I actually thought they were going to win this game. But Falcons came through. But. Matty Ice. Matty Ice. He just got to get a Super Bowl, man. Yeah. He has to get a Super Bowl. Yeah, he's got all these accolades. I mean, he might go down by the time he retires as one of the best quarterbacks performance-wise to ever play the game. But, you know, with no championships, no one will ever acknowledge him as good. He's going to take Dan Marino's spot. I mean, if he hasn't already. Yeah, I think he has already, but <laughs> yeah, he has to win that Super Bowl. Yeah, every every minute, I mean, if you look at it, he's just constantly breaking quarterback records, youngest player to do X amount or whatever. So, yeah, get that championship and he'll, you know, finally get that recognition he needs. Just don't choke. Yeah. That, that's all you got to do. You know? he, can, he can always change his narrative. I mean, remember for the longest time, Peyton Manning had that narrative until he finally, you know, won against Chicago and then he won another one with Denver. So, yeah, he did have that narrative of, you know, losing in the playoffs, just having a losing record. Yeah, but against Tom Brady, constantly losing to that guy. So He lost against Bill Belichick. Oh, yeah. but we're going to talk about this later. All right, let's move on to our fantasy players of the week. All right, who do you got for quarterbacks, Jerry? All right, well, first I got Patrick Mahomes, I got Derek Carr, and I got Big Ben. I got Patrick Mahomes because, well, I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes. He didn't have the greatest game last week, but he's playing against the Jets, and I expect he's just going to flex his authority and just, you know, put up a hefty, you know, hefty hefty on the scoreboard. He didn't have to have a good game last week. Yeah. His whole team just had a good game. It was terrible for the Broncos. All right, and and, uh, Derek Carr. Uh, I like Derek Carr because he's got five games with uh, two or more touchdowns, and I think he's going to continue that coming into this week. And, uh, you know, the Browns, their defense isn't too great, but uh, I think I think it's definitely doable. And then Big Ben, another division rival. Big Ben's been throwing for 230 and two or more touchdowns in all of his games except for one this season. So uh, I expect him to have 
an extremely good performance in this one. I mean, 300 yards and probably three or more touchdowns because, again, he wants to assert his authority in his division against the young Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I like I like those picks. You know, I I, I have one one of the same players. My first player is Carson Wentz against Dallas. You know, it's just it's kind of hard to choose a quarterback that's going against this Dallas defense. With Carson Wentz right now is ranked seven in fantasy football. So, you know, he's he's putting up points right now, and fantasy wise, like off the. Out of fantasy, he's not really doing that great. You know, he's only, he's throwing 10 touchdowns for 10 interceptions. So, you know, that's not too hot. But yeah, yeah, I, I can see he can maybe have a big game. But I always like to look out for these games because, again, I always like to emphasize these division rivals. And, you know, out of nowhere, you know, Dallas defense could just, you know, hold him to 20 or something like that. But that's an interesting pick. Yeah, I, I, no, I like that pick. And, you know, he put up 20 points against the Baltimore Ravens. So... And that was a good defense, so you know I I see it all all the games he's had and I've and I followed him I followed him as far as stats. So he's not having a statistical great year, but he's still keeping their team in games and he's winning games now. So I like that. I like Carson Wentz against Dallas. Next, I got Patrick Mahomes against the Jets. It's just because he's going against the Jets. You know he didn't have a great game last year because he didn't have or last week because he didn't have to. His defense did work. His special teams did work. He didn't have to do that. So that's why he didn't have a great game against Denver, but he still shined like he had to. He still scored touchdowns. And my last player is Aaron Rodgers against the Vikings. You know, Aaron Rodgers is just hot this year. Third in touchdowns. And... He's just he's just good against the Vikings, so you know I have him as my last quarterback, and I think he's gonna do really well against this beat up Vikings secondary. And for running backs, my running my first running back, Kareem Hunt, against the Raiders. You know, I think he's gonna have a good game against the Raiders. The Raiders' defensive line is not too great. And they're gonna. I think they're gonna fall back from last week and rely more heavily on the running game this week. And I think that's because you know me. I don't really like Baker Mayfield. He had a good game last week, but I think they had to rely more on the running game this week. My next player, Dalvin Cook, against the Packers. He's just he's a one man army in that team. I think they're gonna feed him the ball a lot. Hopefully he doesn't get hurt, but I think they're going to feed him the ball a lot in the passing game and the running game, and I just think he's going to ball out. And on the other side of the ball, I have Jamal Williams. You know, since Aaron Jones is going to be out this game, I think he's going to have a good statistical day, just like he did last week, and he's going to handle the majority of that work in the backfield. And you know, Aaron Rodgers loves Aaron, not Aaron Jones, sorry, Jamal Williams. He loves him, so... I think he's going to have a good game. What about you? All right. Well, I'll start off with the easy one, Derrick Henry. Yeah. In the last four games, he's got seven touchdowns, and uh, Cincinnati has allowed the fifth most rushing yards per game. So uh, I expect a really big game from uh, Derrick Henry and to continue his domination in scoring touchdowns. Next, I got Jonathan Taylor from the Colts. I think he's a good uh, safety blanket for uh, Phillip Rivers. He's averaging 18 touches per game, and uh, he's going against the fifth-worst defense. So uh, I think it's prime time for him to make another touchdown. And then I got uh, my last one's kind of like a – he's a coin flip, but he's a guy who I think might be on the rise. You got uh, LaMichael Pirine. Uh He's starting to get the reps since the Jets traded away – or not traded away, they released uh, Le'Veon Bell – and he got his first touchdown last week. And uh, he played 70% of their snaps on offense, so I expect him to continue that role, and maybe he'll get another touchdown. But the volume is there. Yeah, I, I just worry because he's going against the Chiefs. But the Chiefs give a lot of a lot of uh, yards on the ground, so that's a good thing. Who do you got for wide receivers? 
my wide receivers, I'll go with uh, the obvious one first for me at least is uh, Devontae Adams with a performance like he had last week with 17 targets, 13 catches for over almost 200 yards and two touchdowns. You know, it's hard to just, you know, resist that. And, yeah, he uh, almost uh, ruined my fantasy week last week. Almost. That but, sounds like a personal problem. But my team was too good. <laughs> All right. Next, I got uh, T. Higgins. He's been getting eight receptions per game, and I feel like him and Joe Burrow are starting to build a rapport. So I expect him to have another touchdown on the season added to his stats. And then finally, I got Brandon Ayuk. He had his first 100 yard game last week and he's going against the worst defense so I felt like this is a good opportunity for him to repeat yeah I mean he's going against the Seahawks and you know Seahawks don't have that good of a defense man they have the worst defense it's a division rival and you know Russell's gonna put up points so Garoppolo's got to try to match that and again I feel like this just fits into a perfect recipe for him to have a big game yeah I I like that pick uh let me see my first player, guess who? Guess, guess against what team? The Jets. Tyreek Hill is going to have a good game this week. You know, he hasn't been too hot this year, in my opinion, but he's been scoring touchdowns. But, like, as far as yardage, it's not like the the Tyreek Hill we're used to seeing. He only has 439 yards through seven games. So he's not averaging 100 yards a game like he usually does, but... I think he's gonna have a good game. I think they're gonna have to they're gonna run it with him a little bit more and you know throw to him a little bit more. And I think he's gonna have a really good game, maybe two touchdowns in this one against the Jets, because it's the Jets. All right. All right. My next player, he's been hot. AJ Brown. Yes, AJ Brown. He knows not because he's on my team. I just think he's he's on fire. You know, he's just been scoring touchdowns every game. And you're a big fan of Tannehill. Back. And Tannehill's been balling. I know you're a big fan of him. Hey, I, I just see how it is, man. All right, he's been balling. He's been he scored a touchdown in pretty much every single one of his games this year. Dude, just own it. You like Tannehill? Tannehill is an above average quarterback. I said it right here, right now. You heard it, folks. Above average. Maybe All right, like, who you got? They're like twelve, <laughs> <laughs> thirteen, <laughs> and then. Yeah, he's going against the Bengals. You know, Bengals, they just got lit up last week by your boy, Baker Mayfield. Five touchdowns, winning games. Exactly. If Baker Mayfield can score five touchdowns, I don't see why Ryan Tannehill can't. He probably won't, you know, just because, you know, it doesn't happen that often. But it's a possibility. It's a modern NFL. It's very possible. That is true. I'm not a little... You know, contact, oh, you know, scared or whatever. But, yeah, I think A.J. Brown's going to have a good game, you know, probably go over 100 yards and a score. And my last one, Tyler Lockett. I just think they're going to have – they're going to put a little bit more pressure on on D.K. Metcalf. They're going to double-team D.K. Metcalf. They're going to leave more opportunities for Tyler Lockett, just like last week, you know, where they had more coverage on – DK Metcalf because he's more of an explosive player in my opinion. So would you consider? Do you think that? Do you think he's the number one there? DK Metcalf. Yeah. Yes, I do. Interesting. But I also like. It's not like it's like a one A one B type of thing. Interesting. But I like Tyler Lockett in this one against the Forty ers because I think he's gonna see the majority of the targets when it comes from Russell Wilson. Yeah, I like that too. Uh, I think uh, Tyler Lockett is the number one there for sure, and that's why he keeps having the big games. But anyways. Yeah, well, whenever people, you know, double covering you, of course, you're going to go to their second. Hey, when you're the number one, you get double covered. As Coolio, as DeAndre, you put up points regardless. Just yeah. just saying. I mean, hey. not saying DK Mack has hey. bad. I'm just saying he yeah. still has, he still is maybe one or two years away from being the number one and being yeah, But he wasn't getting covered by Peterson the whole game. Again, you know, same, so. same difference, bro. Hey. Hey, sometimes... sometimes Hey, sometimes whenever you're going against a good cornerback, it's a 50-50. Sometimes you have a good game, sometimes you won't. I mean, that's true. But That's again, why they're top corners in the league. True, but again, more more times than not, you, you see DeAndre Hopkins play the best corner on top of the double team and still see, win it. I, I'm not comparing DK Metcalf to DeAndre Hopkins, though. I, I think DeAndre I'm, com- Hopkins, I'm comparing them to number one. I feel Hopkins like that's what number one's one, do. 
DeAndre Hopkins is tier one. DK Metcalf is probably tier three. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. So it's but like I, a that's whole why, different thing. Well, I mean, that's why I thought it was interesting that you said. Anyways, I feel like we're going on kind of a side note. But I thought, like, I just yeah. thought it was interesting because I feel like Tyler Lockett's a tier two type of wide receiver. But, I mean, yeah. you know, it, to each their it, own, I guess. Yeah, they have their own games. Like, they're, they're like, like I said, 1A, 1B because DK Metcalf can go hard, hard in one game and then Tyler Lockett won't. So that, that's how I see this this team. Yeah, it, I mean, them. Russell Wilson has good weapons. Yeah, he has good weapons. <laughs> he's, he's got good yeah. weapons. But let's go on to our tight ends. I got Darren Waller, Hunter Henry, and Noah Fan. All right. Darren Waller is going against the Browns. Browns, you know, they just keep putting up points. The teams are putting up points against them too. So I see Darren and that's Derek Carr's favorite wide receiver in that in the whole team. So, he's good. Yeah. I could see why. Yeah, he's good. And I think he's gonna I think he's going to ball out against this Browns defense. And I got Hunter Henry going against Denver. If Denver has a weak spot in their defense, it's the tight end position. They give a lot of yards to the tight end position, just like last week against Travis Kelsey. So I just think, you know, really? they're not a very good defense. Travis, uh, Kelsey, t- Travis Kelsey's coming off of his worst game. I thought Denver did great. They held him to three catches for 31 yards. Oh. I think about another game then. I'm sorry. But either way, yeah, if, any, if anybody's going to have a good game against the Broncos, it's going to be the tight end position. I think Hunter Henry's going to be that guy. And my last player is Noah Fant because Tyler Luck, Tyler, Tyler Luck, Drew Luck targeted the tight end position 17 times last week. So I think, you know, Noah Fan's going to see a lot of those targets and he's going to ball out, in my opinion, against this this Chargers defense. Who do you got? Well, you know how much I love division rivals. And two of my guys are because they're division rivals, but they're also great players. I got Mark Andrews. He's the only big play guy for Lamar. I expect him to continue to be that guy, either yep. in the red zone or just... I mean, he force feeds it. I know right now Baltimore is pretty much dead last or if not near the bottom when it comes to their passing attack, but he's still one of their big weapons. So I expect him to be that, especially against a division rival. The next one, again, like I said, division rival is Kittle. He's been averaging nine targets per game, and he's going against, again, like I said, his division rivals against the Seahawks, and I just expect him to be force-fed, and if not, I expect one of his better games to be against these guys. And that's their best wide receiver also. Yeah, for sure. Again, like, that's just another guy who's their guy. And, you know, again, he's going to have that added motivation to try to, you know, position himself possibly later on in playoff seating. Yep. And then I got one of my faves, TJ Hawkins, (laughs) going for his fourth straight game with a touchdown. I think you have him on every single week since we started I mean, he's been hot, and, you know, he's, again, he's still a guy I feel like not everyone knows yet. So, here you know. I'm letting y'all know. I drafted him last year. Yeah. He, you know, the Lions invested a top 10 pick in him last year, and it's starting to show off a little bit. Yep. I mean, if worst comes to worst, if you're just a touchdown machine, teams will take that all day. He's he's going for his fourth in his fourth straight game. Let's see what happens. And finally, Matthew Stafford is thrown to his tight ends in the end zone. I yeah. like seeing that. Yeah. I mean, He wasn't doing that whenever he had Eric Rebron, you know, just – yeah, it was weird. They just couldn't. They couldn't yeah. mesh because then Ebron goes to Andrew Luck, and then uh, you know has like twelve touchdowns for like yeah. nine hundred yards. It's like every game he had a touchdown against with Andrew Luck, but yeah, it's wild. All right, let's move on to our games of the week. Wait, hold up, hold up. Your, fa- uh, your favorite part. Your, where's your kicker? You always give the fans, you know, what they much need in their kicker. I've been zero for two these last two weeks. Okay, Jerry. Give but, the people what they want, what you want. Share your kicker. All right, I'm going to give you my kicker for this week. And you'll love this one, Jerry. Jake Elliott against the Cowboys. Yep. I just think there's going to be a lot of scoring opportunities for this Eagles offense. And I feel they're going to get in range for Jake Elliott to score through those field goals. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I totally agree because the Eagles aren't that good on offense, but I think they'll be able to just like, just they'll get their over way to the a win. 50, you know, they get just over the 50. Kick their way to a win. Yeah. And, 
you know, Carson Wentz is going to run the ball, pass the ball, you know, get two scores maybe on there, and then field goals from there. Yeah, I like that pick. Yeah. All right, well, let's go on to this Hopefully week's Hopefully I'll go games. one and two. <laughs> <laughs> try to improve that record. Yeah, try to improve that record. But, yeah, let's go on to these next games. First game, Vikings at the Packers. What do you think? I think uh, the Vikings kind of look like a mess right now. Again. Yeah, I mean. They were looking good for a little bit, like two games and then. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel like that's just typical. I don't know. I wouldn't even say a Mike Zimmer team, but I think that's just the narrative of Kirk Cousins, honestly. You yeah. Know, he, you know, he can, he can have lightning in a bottle, but then all of a sudden he can also just like look like one of the worst quarterbacks for a good four or five games. I agree. So, uh Clearly, you can see where my tone's going. I think uh, the Packers are going to win this game. I think Aaron Rodgers is obviously playing hot, and I think he's going to win this game 20-30. to 30. Uh, The score looks closer than maybe it, it really will be. Yeah, I think I agree with you. The Packers are going to win this 27-21. Aaron Rodgers is going to ball out. Jamal Williams is going to ball out. And I think they're going to have a all-around good game against this Vikings team that's beat up in their defensive side. And Kirk Cousins not doing what he has to do. Like you said, sometimes he looks hot. And then, again, he looks like trash. So, you never know where this Vikings team is going to go. Either they're going to be good or they're, gonna, they're just going to explode and just bomb. So, yeah, I, I just don't feel they're going to be able to win this game. Let's go on to our next game. Raiders at the Browns. I like this game, but... I think the Raiders are going to take this. Yes, Jerry, the Raiders are going to take this against the Browns at their home stadium. 23-20. to 20. Derek Carr, like I said, is going to throw it to Darren Waller. They're going to run the ball with Josh Jacobs and just play methodical football against this Browns team. What do you think? Man, I like the Raiders. I like the Raiders a lot. But, I, but I think the Browns... Or I feel like they play kind of the same game, you know, you know, play action, run the ball heavy, solid defense, control the clock. I just think the Browns are a better version of it. You know, they have a better running game, in my opinion, obviously when they're fully healthy. But even still with Kareem Hunt, you know, they haven't missed much. And, um, yeah, I actually think it'll be a close battle, but I think – the Browns will win this one, 24 to 28. Ooh, I, like I don't that. think Baker Mayfield will have another five touchdown performance. No, he won't. But I think he's definitely going to orchestrate his team to another victory. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I like last week when he went, he came with that last minute and scored that touchdown to win that game against the Bengals. So I'm going to give him that. But other than that, I don't think he's going to be able to have a statistical game like he did last week. But let's move on. Colts at Lions. I like this game. What do you think about Philip Rivers so far? I mean, he has some good games. He has some bad games. For the most part, he he is who he is. You know, he's he's an older Philip Rivers. He can still make plays. He's a savvy vet. He knows how to orchestrate a win if it's close. But I think that I think with the talent of the Colts, I think they need to start thinking of quarterback. Even though Phillip Rivers is having a oh, decent yeah. year, even though they have a winning record, that that needs to be – because I'm just thinking, I'm like, man, with all these weapons, with this team, with that defense, man, I'm just imagining what like a young, you know, explosive quarterback in this team could really look like. Yeah. But I don't – I mean, I don't like the Lions really that much. So with that being said, I think the Colts have this one, 27-24. Yeah, Matthew Stafford's showing that he's still got it. He can, you know, obviously if the game's tight, he can orchestrate a win too. I mean, these are just two savvy vets, but I think I think the, the Colts have a better overall team to overcome what the Lions got. Yeah, I think I think this is gonna be a close match. You know, Matthew Stafford, he hasn't been what he's been in the past as far as, you know, yardage and touchdowns. Cause I think he's like in the lower bottom half of the of the league when it comes to touchdown passes and yards. But that's also because, you know, they've been running the ball a little bit more. Even though I hate that they don't establish a good running back there, you know, they're still running the ball pretty well. And, like, last week they won against the Falcons in the last second game, you know. And Matthew Stafford came and drove the ball methodically down the field in a minute with a minute left too. 
So I like I like this Lions. It's, it's okay. It's an okay team. But I think the Colts are, like you said, an all-around better team. And I think Phillip Rivers is going to do enough to win this game. And I think they're going to win 28-24 to against the Lions. Dang. Our point spread was only off by, like, one. That's pretty intense. All right. Hey, great mind things alike. Yeah, man. I mean, I feel like this game's pretty pretty self-explanatory. It'll be All a right. close one, though. I like I'll, I'll, I'll be, It'll be fun to watch. Man, here, here's here's a matchup that, for me, I was excited to see on the schedule. Really? You know? Yeah, because, I, again, I like to see, you know, what Belichick's going to try to do. I know they're not necessarily playing great right now, but, again, it's not how, you know – how it is, it's, it's more like how you finish. And I want to see how it, he's going to rally his team and respond. Are, are players going to start quitting on him, or are they going to trust the system, you know? So, so I got a question for you. All right, go ahead. So who's doing better right now, Bill Belichick or Tom Brady? Like, in the beginning of the season, you know, Bill Belichick was looking hot. And we kind of jumped the gun and said that Bill Belichick needed, or Tom Brady needed Bill Belichick. But now I think it's looking the other way. I think Bill Belichick needs Tom Brady right now. Well, I mean, I don't think I necessarily jumped the gun saying that anybody needed anybody. I just thought that I thought Tom Brady was obviously going to see that it's a lot more difficult when you don't necessarily have a coaching advantage. But now what he does have an advantage of is talent because that's one he thing. He has a that, lot of it. Yeah, that's one thing that the Patriots failed to give him was, you know, offensive talent. I mean, he hasn't had an offensive talented player since Randy Moss. So, yep. you know, and, you know, obviously Gronk, but, like, like he hasn't had a plethora of weapons like he does over here at Tampa. Too many so, weapons. So, like, you know, there, there's the, the, the comparison, you know. It's like, all right, do you want, you know, great players with other great players or do you want, you know, a great players with a great coach? Yeah. So it's just like I feel like there's definitely benefits, but right now Belichick is basically – there's three phases of the game, you know, offense, defense, and coaching, in my opinion. They say special teams, but, like, let's be real. It's coaching. And, well, the Patriots only have coaching. When you don't have a, you know, offense that's doing good enough and your defense is middle of the pack and now your offense is hindering that, making it look a little bit worse than what it is, I mean, it's going to be hard to win ball games. So I'm just still interested because, again, division rivalry, I want to see how he's going to respond to the young Josh Allen because he's going to be dealing with him. And, again, same thing. This is the Bills' chance to stomp down and be like, this is our division now, and you got to yep. deal with us. Y'all got to go through us now. But uh, that's why I'm interested. Not necessarily, you know, obviously, you know, the record or whatnot or if it's actually going to be close, but it's more like, you know, how are they going to respond and just, like, this is, you know, to come. Like, what, what's, what's going to be the future like? So with all that being said, I think the Patriots lose this game 20-28. to 28. I think Josh Allen, he does a good job and uh, wins this game. Yeah, the only thing that would make this game good is – it depends on what Cam Newton comes to play. Because if it's the, the Cam Newton from week one and two, this will be a more interesting game. But if the if it's the Cam Newton of late, I'm not going to like this game at all. So, I mean, I, I'm not blaming Bill Belichick for this team's, you know, downfall recently. Because it's Bill Belichick. You know he's doing what he's got to do. And if his team doesn't execute, which it hasn't, turnovers every game, you know, just losing that turnover differential is bad. So, I'm not blaming Bill Belichick for their, their woes right now. But, like you said, they don't have talent. And it's hard to win without talent, even, no matter how good of a coach you are. Yeah, I mean. So, that's, that's, why I don't, that's why I don't see this, this game as, you know, a good game, in my opinion. And I have the, the Bills winning in a close one, actually, 24-21. But because, you know, I think. Cam Newton's going to come play a little bit. And he's going to have put enough points on the board to stay in the game. But at the end of the day, the Bills, with their defense and their offense, are going to win this game. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Let's move on to our next game. Titans at the Bengals. Your boy, Derrick Henry. He's, he, what do you think? He's going to ball out, right? Yeah, he's going to have a good game. I think so, for sure. It's yeah. more like your boy Tannehill. He said he's going to ball out. Oh, he's going to ball out. Well, but just okay. I'm not saying he's going to be like throwing five touchdowns like Baker Mayfield did last week against this team, but he's going to throw maybe three. Maybe two. So, I'm, what, is that a Titans win? What, what are you yeah, saying here? Yeah, Titans are going to win 
no, t- sorry, twenty three seventeen. You know they're gonna do enough. Probably Derrick Henry have a shitload of yards on the ground and just methodically run the the clock out. I think that's what's really gonna happen in this game. Oh wow! It seems like I have more faith in the Titans than you do. Uh, I think they're going to win this game 28-24. I think it'll be a fun game randomly. It'll be one of those games you don't think is fun. Like, I think Joe Burrow might just have a big game just because. Just so, uh, but, yeah, that's that's just the way I see it. I think the Titans still win this one 28-24. Yeah, I think it's, this is pretty much a one-sided game. You know, Titans are better than the the Browns on defense and I think offense. And, and, and offense. And, and so all around, you know, yeah. so I just think they're going to – they probably won't put as many points on the board because I don't think it's going to be a shootout. I don't think it has to be a shootout. So that's why I have the Titans only scoring 23 points. I think they're just going to pound the ball on the ground and run the clock out. Yeah, run the clock out. So let's move on to our next game. Rams at the Dolphins. Hey, Tua, coming in. Isn't that what you wanted? You want, I know you were concerned about that hip. I'm concerned about that hip. He better, he better start doing the deck exercises. So Yeah, I mean... This is a good opportunity. I mean, how do you feel? I know you're a huge, huge fan of uh of the the Ryan, beard. Ryan Fitzmagic. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Yeah, I think it was premature. I think this was a premature way to put him in. You know, Fitzmagic's three and three. He wasn't doing too bad, and in a lot of those games he was close. He was he was in those games. He wasn't like last year where they were getting beat up all year, bro. But did you see how he handled those last minutes in the game? Did you see those, what, two to three passes he threw? It was phenomenal. So you think that's enough no, to make no. him the starter? I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, really? Just... Uh, actually, yeah, I think, I think I'm joking about that's why he's in. But yeah. I think why not now? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what, you know, Fitzpatrick goes on a run and wins you six, ga- six or seven games. You never games. know, man. He's not going to win you the Super Bowl, and you invested so much. You traded up to get the guy. Like, figure it out. And I feel like it's a good opportunity. Like, right now the team's high because, obviously, they're on a three-game win streak. So, I mean, the team has full confidence, and I'm pretty sure they all knew this was eventually going to come. They weren't expecting Fitzpatrick to start off high. I'm pretty sure everyone saw when they drafted him, all right, well, whenever he comes in, hopefully we can rally. And uh, I think it's I think that's why it's justifiable if you have yeah. a franchise. I mean, just do it. Yeah, I mean, look I just, at Herbert. Yeah, I just feel like I think it would it would have been better to put because you know Ryan Fitzpatrick probably wasn't going to go to the to the playoffs, right? So I think it would have been better whenever you fell out of the playoff contention, just put him in, you know, see what he got. But you never know what would have happened. I mean, look, I think it's better if you put him in now because look, if he's good, you have a playoff chance. And if he's not good, I mean, you got a better draft pick to make him better. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, you're not going to give up on, on him one year, but that's one year of experience, and then you're be, you can find out what his woes are and what your woes are as a team and draft accordingly. Yeah, I mean, they must have seen something in practice for them to make this move this quick. So I think that's what really happened. You know, they saw him in practice, and then they, they thought he was phenomenal. So... I think that's what it was. That that's why they pulled the trigger, and I, I'm excited to see him play. Dude, me too. He's the only left-handed quarterback in the league. Coming, I know why you're excited because you're you're left-handed. I mean, but, I just thought it was a cool fact. Yeah, no, I, I like I like it. I like I hope he does good, and you know, a lot of people felt heartwarming whenever he sat on the field at the end of the game after everybody already left. You know, so I mean, I thought he just did it for the gram, but okay, he probably did. <laughs> He probably doesn't look like a Graham guy, you know what I'm saying? He doesn't look like that type of guy, but he is young. So yeah, I, mean, I was about to say, isn't he like 20, 21? Yeah, he's like, younger than us, for yeah, sure. So uh, uh, No, but I'm excited to watch this game, but I still think inexperienced, and he's going to come and lose this game against the Rams 28-21. I share that thought. I think the Rams are going to come in more experienced and win 27-20. Hey, and they won against a good team last week. Their first good team. Second. Who was their other one? The Cowboys when they had Dak. All right, that's fair. I'll give you that one. Yeah. Second good team. Second good team out of four. Wow. Out of six. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> not a good ratio. And yeah, they're, I know. They're lucky they but, got the Dolphins now. Hey, the Dolphins are 
three and three. So they're hot on a three game win streak. Three and three, man. All right. So they're coming in hot. They're a decent team, not a good team. They're five hundred. So I mean, they're respectable. But uh, yeah, like like we said, I mean, twenty seven twenty Rams. All right, well, on to this next matchup, one of your favorite matchups, I know, because I know you love watching one of your division rival teams just dominate the league. Jets, Chiefs, thoughts? No thoughts at all. <laughs> I think the Chiefs are just going to destroy this team. You know, it's 31-14 for me against this team. You know, the Jets actually looked like a decent team last week playing against the Bills. Bills scored like six field goals against the Jets last week. So hey, I'm telling you, those division matchups, that's a real thing. I no, mean, I believe it. So I but this isn't it. a division matchup. Yeah, this so is no division. This <laughs> so, is not even close. Yeah, uh, so Chiefs, I agree. The best against the worst, pretty much. Yeah, so uh, I concur. Uh, I think it's gonna be a thirteen twenty eight. I don't think the Chiefs are gonna score like no forty because they're not gonna need to. So uh yeah. It'll be a pretty coast game. They'll probably sit out the fourth quarter, in my opinion. Maybe. So yeah, start some young guys, see what's up. So I Jets mean, just keep losing. Just keep losing. That's all they got to do. Just Dang. keep losing. For Trevor Lawrence? For Yes. They got to they gotta keep losing for him. So Hopefully you, you Trevor see, Lawrence wants to go there. So you think the Sam Darnold project is just done? Yes. And there was actually rumors or rumors, not real rumors, but people were saying like the Broncos were trying to pursue Donald. Hey, I was about to say, how would you feel about that? Second round pick, you get Darnold. The, the, what was it? Second Dar- round pick? Yeah. I mean, that's probably what he'll go for. No, he would not go for a second round pick. All right. Maybe what, like a, a th- fifth. No, he would not go for that low. He's trash. I don't like him. I mean, it doesn't matter if, if you if think he's trash. Him, if the Broncos get him, I will curl up in a ball and cry. And then what if he ends up being like the second coming of, you know, Peyton Manning? He's not. But what if? I don't like this what if question. Dude, you know what? Like, you know it's probably gonna happen because John Elway, like that's the John Elway's type of guy. Just try to fill the void. Just just, you know, some big, big quarterback with a strong arm. I don't I don't like that move. And I would not like it at all. All right. Well, I guess uh the Darnold project's done. I guess they're tanking for Lawrence then. They better tank for Lawrence. Hey, Justin Fields has been playing pretty hot too, but uh yeah, it, it'll be fun. During the draft season, we'll get into it later yeah, on. That that'll be a fun segment when we get there. All right, so uh, let's go. Let's go into this next one because, like you said, not much to talk about. But uh, I guess there's not much to talk about in this one either because this is another really bad team against a team that's been playing, you know, a lot better, a lot better. I mean, the, red the, hot. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say red hot, but I mean, they they're, they're they're playing good. So you got the Bucks and the Giants. Clearly, you have things to say because you think they're just red hot. You're clearly a huge fan of uh, TB12 and uh, what they're doing in Tampa Bay. So go ahead, share those thoughts. They're going to win this game. <laughs> I mean, I can't. It's the Giants. Like, it's just like the Chiefs against the Jets. Bucks against the Giants. Like, there's really nothing much to talk about. There's Antonio Brown's coming back this game. I'm excited to see that, even though it's kind of questionable that he should be even be in the league right now. I don't even think he should. Be. I mean, I wouldn't say on the league. I just don't think they don't need him. Oh, they don't need him. So they have like, too many weapons already. So, so like, I mean, all he's gonna do is take reps from guys that are probably better than him at this point, and uh, like, well, that's not what you want. Goodwin's gonna be out this game with the broken finger. I think they're still recuperating from that. So how frail? Never mind. Put him in. I mean, he's gonna just fill in that spot. Broken so. finger. Yeah, it happens sometimes. Gosh, just play through it. Talk, talk to all these guys that have frail ACLs. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, that makes sense, too. Yeah, no, that's more of an injury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. Get. It's like can't even walk versus yeah. a finger. Interesting. Yeah, nah, nah, but, you know, he's going to come in and fill that void. And he already, he already has chemistry with Tom Brady, so it's not, there's nothing really going to change for this team. And I just think they're going to dominate this game, 28-17 against the Giants. Giants just, like, again, they're looking like the Jets, and now they're going to have to tank the rest of the season. So just both New York teams just suck this year? I guess when, that's When's the really, last time they've been good? I was about to say, I guess that's nothing new, except for when they randomly won the Super Bowl. Well, Eli, like, yeah. On, like, an 8-8 eight eight record. But 
it I guess it is what it is. Yeah, not much to talk about. Like you said, uh, the Bucks are the better team. They're playing better. The Giants really don't have any momentum or any signs of life as a team. So, uh, yeah, Bucks win this one 30-21. I actually think they'll get some garbage time stats because Daniel Jones won't trip and run one in. Yeah, hopefully he doesn't <laughs> with his big-ass head. But let's move on to our next game. Chargers at the Broncos. My boy, Justin Herbert. Not Drew Locke. Look. Oh, you're I'm, no longer a Broncos fan? I'm a Broncos fan oh, all okay. day. I'm not I'm not loving them right now, though, because, you know, I, I was hoping that they would compete more last week. They had more weapons last week than they have in the past. And I, I, hope, I was hoping it would be more of a competitive game. But it did not turn out like that at all. Drew Locke looked like a deal with headlights, you know, just just looking bad. And Justin Herbert looked the opposite of that last week. Throwing for 350 yards, three touchdowns, you know, just balling out. And I'm liking Justin Herbert a lot more than Drew Locke right now. Yeah, there's there's not much not to like about Herbert. I mean, he's big, he can run, strong arm, and, I mean, the best part is he can play. So, uh, man... Does your team need a quarterback like that? Actually, all teams need quarterbacks like this. And yes. It, and it's just so hard to find them. But uh, I totally agree. Uh, usually I believe in these division matchups being close, but that's usually because I have like somewhat of faith in the quarterback, and I've been very questionable about this quarterback. He hasn't shown much, and I think he's now starting to show you not much either. So that's kind of confirming it for me because you're like – I mean, you watch him more than I do, so uh, – now you're finally starting to, to to not like what you're seeing. Yeah, I'm not liking his um his tendencies of throwing off his back foot. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of my biggest problems with him. Throwing off his back his back foot and also not seeing just the easy dump offs. Trying to throw it downfield. You don't have to force it downfield all the time. You know, he has to see those easy dump offs, especially against the Chiefs where you have to get first downs. You know, those easy dump offs instead of instead of going from third and ten you can go from third and three right know? no yeah it's it's the total coaching cliche it's it's yeah. either touchdown pat or not doing check his down job. so yeah. pat Shermer's is just not doing his job also he's being very simple when he calling his plays and i'm not liking it he's kind of like how the cowboys are right now just simple play calling or whenever um you know they're just they're predictable and i don't like that well first of all the ca- well, you know, we'll get into the Cowboys when we get there. Yeah, but, but I but I don't agree with that statement. But the one good thing I gotta say about the Broncos right now is Garrett Bowles, their left tackle, all star numbers right now. You know, he's Pro Football Focus has him as the top rated left tackle in the league right now. So he stepped up a, a whole lot. Wow, is this isn't this his contract year? If and not, this getting is his contract year, oh, they didn't man. pick up his option. Oh, I wonder if that's a that's convenient for sure. That's convenient for sure for him. Has he allowed any sacks this year? I think he's allowed one. Mm, pretty good. Pretty yeah, good. that's that's why Pro, Pro Football Focus has him top rated left tackle in the league. I mean, it's about time we drafted him in the first round for a reason. Right, and so, he was an older guy when you drafted him too. I think he was like twenty one or twenty two or something like that. He was he was he was a little older, but yeah, he should have been doing that since the beginning. But he's he's, show, he's finally showing out. And coming up, just but the offense is just looking bad. Melvin Gordon is really pissing me off. Fumbles is his biggest problem. Just like his first year in the league. Well, and Philip Lindsay, what's it, where's his whereabouts? Philip Lindsay is practicing on a limited basis this week, so he's on track to coming back this game. And honestly, the majority of the carries and. He should be in the majority of the plays because Melvin Gordon has just been slacking off and causing us more trouble than he's done good. Man, I guess the Broncos got a decision to make because I believe he's also on his contract here too, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, he's also on the contract here, and I think they're going to have to sign him back, You know, pay him the money, and I think they're going to cut Melvin Gordon after this year. Well, that'll be interesting. There's always the debate. Do yeah. you pay the running back or not? Yeah, but come on, man. Philip Lindsay. Just comes in. He, he makes the team look more electrical. Him and Garrett Bowles are the positives on this team right now. Well, there it is. Positives, at least, nonetheless. Yeah, I guess you could say that. <laughs> but, you know, 
Yeah, I still have this game for the Chargers, 27-23 against the Broncos. Yeah, I, I, I share the same, 28-14 Chargers. Oh, my God, Jerry. Hey, man, I mean, I would give y'all a win if you it's, had something. It's a divisional matchup, Jerry. I mean, usually I have them closer, but I, I don't have much faith. I mean, again, I mean, it's still very early in, in yeah. you know, Drew Locke's career. I don't even think he's played 16 games yet. But, no. I mean, as yes. of now, I mean... I don't have anything to hold on to. So as far as I'm concerned, Herbert's way better. Yeah, I agree with that. So there it is. All right, now let's move on to your game. Cowboys at the Eagles. Tell me a little bit about this game. All right. Well, I'll tell you first thing is that I don't agree with your statement when you said that the Broncos offense and the Cowboys offense is similar, you know, non-explosive, predictable. Right now, Kellen Moore – is just hindered by the fact that he just doesn't have his players. You know, I mean, last year and this year, I mean, he had a top five offense last year. When Dak was here, he had the number one offense. So Kellen Moore is a phenomenal offensive coordinator. He just doesn't have the players to execute his team. And that's why his, you know, play calling has gotten a little bit more vanilla because, I mean, he doesn't have the guys to execute. I don't see how the Cowboys can win this game. I mean, I'm excited to see Ben DiNucci, not because I think he's going to take Dak's job or he's going to be, you know, the next best thing, but I don't think it could be any worse than Andy Dalton. And uh, I still don't think they'll win. I think the Cowboys will lose this game. I think they're going to lose 13 to uh, 20, and I think it would be very surprising if they get 13. But I'm always rooting for my Cowboys, so I might change it by the end of this, this segment. This is the first time. That you had the Cowboys losing this whole season, they would have been six and one by now. <laughs> I mean, because I'm also realistic. Like, I mean, I I gave Andy Dalton one shot, and he almost got killed on the field. And uh, I mean, again, I'm optimistic. I hope my team does good, but I'm also realistic. And uh, I don't see I don't see there's going to be very much offense in this game to begin with. These teams are both pretty. Pretty ugly, but the Cowboys are worse. So it honestly, I mean, I feel like the Eagles could put up thirty, but I, I'm putting it thirteen to to twenty. No, yeah, I agree. I just feel like Cowboys right now, no offensive line, no quarterback. Those wide receivers don't have a quarterback to pass for for them to get balls. So yeah, I just don't think they're gonna be able to put that many points on the board. Their defense is not gonna help them. So yeah, that's not gonna really be a good scenario for the Cowboys go, coming against the Eagles and their home field. So I think, um, you know, Carson Wentz is going to have a ball. He's, he's going to ball out on this game against this Cowboys defense. You know, I already know how I feel on that. And I think he's just going to take control by himself and put points on the board. And I have them winning 23-14. Yeah, I mean, like I said, hard to argue that. And, uh, man, I mean, I'm already waiting for the season to be over. See where the Cowboys are drafting. You're already and, ready for the draft. I mean, yeah, and, and I'm ready for Dak Prescott to come back. Okay, yes, so I, I do I, believe. I, I have a question back. for you though. All right, go ahead. So if, let's say they're in the top five in the draft. Right. And there's a quarterback on the board. Right. Think they'll take him? Do I think they'll take him? Man, I mean, one, it, I feel like it depends on the quarterback. I mean, it'll be very enticing, but I don't think they'll take him. If it was me, I wouldn't take him. I'd take Dak Prescott, and I'd, I'd you know try to get a ransom for that pick because there's a lot of teams that are looking for quarterbacks. So you think there would, uh, you know, instead of paying Dak all that money, try their chances on a top five quarterback? You don't think that they would do that? Hey, man, I, I would if I was any other franchise, I would say yes. But, like, with the Cowboys, you already have, like, when Dak was in the league, you know, you know how I banked my fists on the on the table saying Dak was a top three quarterback. But I think there was no denying Dak for sure was a top five quarterback. Yeah. And I feel like, all right, let's say even for argument, there's a 50% chance Dak isn't the same guy. Well, that's still better odds than probably drafting a good quarterback in the I first agree. round. So with that simple analytics and basic numbers right there, you know, just simple math. I think you have a better chance just re-signing Dak, getting a whole bunch of picks. Because we've seen, I mean, you know, as to Miami, they traded down, you know, not last year, but the year before, and they accumulated 13 picks this year. And they used that to compile up, move up, got Tua, you know, and just, you know, you can really 
change a, a team if you just acquire picks. And I think that's yeah. what the Cowboys need to do. I, I think it'd be phenomenal. Like I think I think right now the Cowboys have, I believe, ten or eleven picks. And I think if they get a top five pick, trade down, and I don't know, I I I think you could trade down. For obviously, you see what franchise quarterbacks go for when you trade down. You can get a first this year, obviously trading with whatever team, a first next year, and probably a third and a four this year, just just for somebody to try to get that quarterback. And I think with all that ammunition, you can rebuild your team, and it'll be really exciting to see. Yeah, so I'm 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 guessing you're ready for this draft. I'm extremely ready. I, I want I want them, the Cowboys to invest. If we end up with twelve picks, I want eight of them to be defensive players because offense is good. <laughs> yeah. like once we got our offensive lines, our offensive, our all pro offensive linemen back. And once we got our, our pro bowl, perennial quarterback back, the offense will be fine. You already know the wide receivers are there. That defense is terrible. We got a lot of bad contracts on it. We have to deal with it either one way or another, either just cut them and eat the money or trade them. I don't know, but that's where the investments need to be. We see all the first-rounders. Look at all their profiles. First-rounders all up and down the O-line, all over the wide receivers, running back. I mean, invest in the defense. Yeah. No, I agree with you. And I think they do have to invest heavily on that defensive side because just how they're looking right now, any college team will do good against this defense. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm welcoming multiple teams yeah. to uh, to win, and I'm hoping the Cowboys, I hate to admit it, but if they somehow organically lose this season, and but they continue to play hard, I would not be upset because, you know, again, trade away that pick, get more for Dak. All right, we'll see what happens. Hopefully I don't draft another quarterback for the sake of your team. Yeah, I mean, if not, I mean, once we get there, I'll, I'll bang my fist on the door as to why it was a great move because I'm a supporter of my team and what they do. And then Dak's going to go to another team and make that team good. But, that, I mean, that wouldn't surprise me at all because I think, like I said, until we went out, I was banging my fist. He's a top three quarterback. Let, let, I'm, I'm ready for the draft too, Jerry, believe me. We're in the same boat. But let's move on to the games of the week. Saints at the Bears. What do you think about this one? Man, again, the Bears, I just don't know how to pin them. They have a great record. They have a great defense. They somehow just, I don't know, they, they play good football. But Nick Foles in their quarterback position, it's just intriguing. And the Saints are honestly the same thing. It's like, all right, you got Drew Brees, who you can clearly tell is, you know, depleting in arm strength. You got whatever's going on with Michael Thomas. Out again. Yeah, like, is he injured? Is he having more discipline issues? Are they trying to just, like, well, what's going on over there? So uh, it's, it's just, this is an interesting matchup. But I still see the Saints winning this one because they got Kamara and they got, you know, a just savvy vet and Drew Brees who can still orchestrate his way down the field. And uh, I think they'll win this one 24 to 20. It'll be a close matchup, but I think the Saints still win this one. I agree with you. You know, I just feel like the Saints have a better coaching staff. They have a better team right now. Not defensive side of the ball, but on the offensive side, even with Michael Thomas being out, they still have Alvin Kamara, you know. He's a workhorse back and catches the ball, runs the ball. And I think they're a little bit more, they're better in play calling. So I think they're barely going to inch out with a win on this one. 24-20 also, same score against this Bears team. Even though they're at home. I just don't like Nick Foles, man. I put him put him in, in the playoffs if y'all get there, you know. Just put him in there and then let him take over after that. But right now he's not looking hot, and I don't, I just don't think they have an answer for a quarterback position right now. Hey, trade potential for the Cowboys. Trade up for Justin Fielder, Lawrence Bears. Y'all need one, but y'all gotta give us the safe. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. That's gonna happen. But hey, they did it for Trubisky. They gave up everything to move up for Trubisky, which always blew my mind because the man only had 10 career starts as a quarterback. And look look where it got them now. I mean, I was that's why I said that's dumb. You got yeah. especially when I think at the time And they acquired Nick Foles contract. Yeah, that was a see just bad investment. That that's just bad for an office, right? But they there. got a pick out of it, but either way, I that's too much money in my opinion. 
I mean, yeah, but I guess, uh, yeah, I forgot that he was inquired in that trade. Well, I mean, that means the Jaguars, you know, they gave, they paid half his contract and gave him a pick. Yeah, so, so I mean, they got, a, they got, they got some good value, I guess. Yeah. But right now it's not looking like good value because the quarterback position sucks. Well, well, they can't wait to just play him in the playoffs because if, uh, if they play <laughs> if Trubisky, they if they play Trubisky, they won't make the playoffs. So. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, next matchup. You know, I've been saying it all session. I feel like this is definitely the episode where I've just been saying this. Division rival game. It's a good one. 49ers, Seahawks. Man, again, I I, I can't say it. I just like these matchups because, you know, these teams, they know each other. They play hard against each other. And, again, it's just a cliche. In order to get to the playoffs, you got to win your division. So I think Russell Wilson is going to put on a show. And I think – Jimmy G is going to have to try to compete, and, well, you know, I don't, I don't think he can compete. So I think the Seahawks win this one 30-24. All right. Look, I have a different opinion. Oh, here. Lay it on. Lay it on thick, too. I, I have an upset. Oh, upset alert. Uh, yeah, oh, upset. We, don't, uh, we don't have the animation yet? Okay. Wee-oo, wee-oo. <laughs> that's, our, that's, our, that's our effect. All right. But – I have the 49ers winning 28-27. A really close game, but I think the Seahawks are going to lose this one because they just have a bad offensive line. Their defense is terrible, and Russell Wilson can only do so much. You know, 49ers have a good defense. Even even with all the banged-up players, they still have a good defense, and I think Jimmy G is going to do enough against this really bad defense. To win this game. So I have them winning 28-27, man. And I think it's going to be an exciting game. And Jimmy G is going to do enough in this one, man. How do you feel about that? Hey, man, I can't I can't argue that at all, actually. Because like I said, these matchups, you really never know how they're going to go. And uh, if Russell Wilson, because he he's been playing hot all year. If he's going to struggle, it would not surprise me if it's against this 49er defense. Yeah, they're a little banged up, like you said. But they're... The best thing about them is they're a very disciplined defense, and uh, I think they're definitely gonna they're gonna put some pressure on Russell Wilson, keep him inside the pocket, make it very hard for him to to be explosive like he is. But like I said, I still think Russell Wilson's Russell Wilson. So, uh, but yeah, it, it definitely wouldn't shock me if Russell Wilson had a bad game. I just don't think it'll be this week. Yeah, I mean he had a bad game last week, so. I mean, not, not even not even a bad bad game. He just had three touchdowns, three interceptions, you know. But bounce back. Uh, I I like the Seahawks, but I just think the Forty ers defense is gonna do a little bit more. But let's move on to our next game: Steelers at the Ravens. What do you think? Well, I think Big Ben is gonna show Lamar he's still gotta wait a bit, and uh. Not saying it was a fluke that they won their division last year, but I think that uh, Big Ben's going to show, look, you won the division because I wasn't there last year. I'm back, and I'm still the king of this division. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So as you can see with that uh, strong narrative I have there, I think the Steelers will win this game handsomely, 30-20. to 20. And uh, again, I've, I said it earlier, you know, the Ravens, their passing attack is not necessarily the greatest. And uh, against Big Ben, the way he's been playing, they're going to have to, I imagine they would have to at least match blow for blow, and it's going to be real hard doing that, you know, trying to be really explosive in the running game. Not saying they can't. It's Lamar Jackson, but I, I just, I don't see, I don't see, I, I see a very small opportunity for them to do that. I mean, I think the Steelers are going to win this game too. 24 to 23, though. And I think it's going to be a really close match. Very defensive-sided match, in my opinion. But I don't think they're going to be able to con- contain Lamar Jackson like that as far as the running game. I think he's going to run the game. I think he's going to run the ball a lot this game. You know, probably only throw for 200 yards and a score. But you probably have, like, a score or two in the, on the ground. So I think that's going to be the, the way the Ravens stay in this game. But the, at the end, I think... Ben Roethlisberger is going to do enough, keep this game out of reach. But at the end of the game, you know, just run the clock a little bit down and win this game. Exciting game, exciting defensive match in my opinion. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, the one thing I after, I mean, obviously my whole thing, I just didn't I didn't even like mention the defense or the coaching, which again are very top tier. I mean, yeah. the, again, this is one of those teams, probably one of the most complete teams we have right now is the Steelers. You know, yep. they're playing great football, play great complimentary football, like they always say. Yep. Great defense leading to great offense, leading to smart, you know, situational football by, you know, Mike Tomlin. So it's just that's why I also think that. I mean, again, I know I emphasize the Big Ben thing, but really it's because I didn't even need to mention everything else because everyone else knows all of that. And I don't know if everyone necessarily feels the exact same way about the Ravens as a phenomenal, complete team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just think the Ravens lack a lot in the passing game. And I think that's going to hurt them. For them to win this game, they're going to have to do a lot of that. Yeah, Lamar's definitely got to improve in the, in the passing game. I agree. But... What is going to be a fun week, a lot of fun matches this week, but let's wrap it up. This is the end of the the end of the podcast. If you want to follow us on Instagram, hit us up at letstalktds.com, or you can email, email us at letstalktds at gmail.com with any questions or any suggestions that we that you have for our show. Just let us know. All right, see you later. Peace.